0: All our evidence says that across a few different verticals and businesses, you know, focus on the Apple user because they're the ones who are going to pay the bills.
1: Hey, podcast listener. You're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the Email Marketing Podcast or the Autoresponder Guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. Yeah, It's Johnny McIntyre, the autoresponder guy, and it's time for episode 48 of the McMethod Email Marketing Podcast, where you'll discover tactics and strategies to increase your email profits by 25 to 100% in 90 days or less without spending more on advertising. Today, I'll be talking to James Kemp. James Camp is a subscriber to the McMethod Daily Email Tips newsletter, which you can sign up to at themcmethod.com. He's a, he's a subscriber, and I, I sent out an email about a month ago saying I was looking for some more interesting people to interview, specifically people that were sending a large volume of emails per month. James fits the bill. He runs, or he runs the email marketing department at GrabOne, which is the biggest daily deals website in New Zealand. They did $130 million in sales in 2013, and they're sending about 35 million emails a month. So, in this episode, what I wanted to bring him on for was to find out what sort of challenges companies like GrabOne, people who are sending a huge amount of emails every month, what sort of challenges they run into, and if there's anything we, as probably uh, small to medium businesses, can learn from them to apply our own. If there's anything, you know, radically different to what they're doing, or if it's all just the same thing, and there's just, I guess, a good, and there's just a a great reminder that we're doing what we should be doing Okay, so this is a very interesting episode. It's a bit different. But it's also, you'll be surprised to see that uh, that a lot of what James has to say, you can apply right now to your own business. To get the show notes for this episode of the Email Marketing Podcast, go to themacmethodcom slash 48. As always, if you want to leave an iTunes review, I love them. You make my day. Uh, you make me smile. <laughs> go to iTunes. Uh, search for Go to the store and search for the McMethod Email Marketing Podcast. You'll be able to leave a review right there and I will read it out on the show. Now, now I have one listener question before we get into this interview. question is, what do I say in my emails? So this is obviously from someone who who's not really sure what to say, and I hear this a lot. A lot of people they're like, "Well, I get it, John. Email marketing is great. It's valuable. I want to do it, but I just don't know what to say. How the hell can you? you know, how the hell can I write 20 emails, 50 emails, and not run out of things to say?" Well, this is the this is the really interesting thing: is if you can figure this out, if you could figure out what, something to say every day, or for 50 emails, or for the next six months, or for the next year, or whatever, you're going to be the natural leader in your industry because only the best would always have something interesting and useful to say. So that's just to frame up the benefits of this. If you can solve this problem, if you can figure out what to say so that you never actually run out of things to say, you're a natural leader in your industry because everyone else is thinking the way you're thinking right now, which is, oh, I just don't know what to say, John. I can't do it. It's too hard. I've got writer's block. I'm insecure. I'm blah, blah, blah. Okay? So that's just to get you a little bit excited about it. If you can figure this out, this is what you can expect. This has happened with me. I found that just by sending daily emails with uh, the McMethod daily email newsletter, People come to me. People really see me as this uh, as a leader in this email marketing industry. It's enabled me, I think, to become a leader much faster than I would than, than would have happened otherwise. Because I'm always tuning in. I'm I'm constantly staying front of mind, top of mind with my subscribers. I send emails far more often than a lot of people in this in- industry. So it's you know it's just great. I I love it. And I bet bet you what you're wondering now is well, just how do I do it, John? Stop talking about the benefits. Tell me how to do it. And the secret is really just. Stories be entertaining, right? If you have to share how to tips every day, you're gonna run out of things to say, and your subscribers are gonna get bored off their asses because no one wants to hear, a, you know, from an encyclopedia every single day. People want to be entertained. I think I've mentioned that quote before, it's from. Oscar Wilde. I think it is, where people most people live lives live lives of quiet desperation. This is something to keep in mind when you're doing your email marketing. If you can tune in and say something funny or hilarious and find a way to tie it into email marketing or whatever your niche is, right? If you're gonna make that day, you're gonna make them smile, you're gonna make them laugh, and you're gonna be relevant. You're gonna be confident, you're gonna you know, you're gonna get their attention, you're staying top of mind, like I said, it gives you an opportunity to make an offer to say, you know, if you want some help with this, come and Hey, you know, click this buy now button, reply to this email, whatever. So, this, when I say stories, this could be like an actual story about like a once upon a time so and so did this, whatever. Or it could be just, just go on a rant. Go, all right, so today I was eating, this is what I'm doing right now. I'm drinking a six, I got six raw eggs, some spinach, some blueberries, and some water. It's my, Smoothie. And you know what I was thinking while I was drinking this is this is so weird. When I tell most people about this, they think I'm a complete weirdo. But there's a very good reason I do this. Okay? Same goes for email marketing, right? Sending daily emails, being aggressive, being weird and wonderful and occasionally swearing and doing all these stuff like that. People think you're weird, but there is a very good reason that I do this and some very smart other people, some very smart email marketers do it as well, okay? So, I mean, you can pick anything. I, I love doing this. I love playing this game. You could pick a chair and talk about this chair right here. And like I said, this is no joke. I have a, a chair right next to me. It's white. There's a white top and a, and a white sit-down. It's one of those kind of like picnic chairs that you would take to the park or the beach. And while I was looking at this chair, I got to thinking about craftsmanship, about more about just technology and the forward progress of, of humanity. And really, this chair came from, you know, it looks very simple. It looks very, you know, it provides some Uh, for someone to sit but it's actually quite a technological marvel and this came from a lot of you know innovation and evolution you might say where chairs started off very simple where they're made out of wood but this is a metal chair that folds up into a thing into a kind of a flat Folding chair, so you can put it behind a wardrobe. Okay, and this is so. Chairs started off very simple, very wooden, but they turned into something that's actually quite advanced in the sense that this is quite a functional chair. You can sit on it, but you can also fold it up, chuck it in the car, chuck it behind a wardrobe, something like that. And this is a lot like email marketing. Back when, back in the day, when people got started, you know, it was all about just sending emails. You know, it was very unsophisticated. But what's happened is over time, as, as we've all got more experience about what works, we've improved the strategies. Okay, we've learned what works, what doesn't. You know, and that's what you're going to learn inside. Mcmasters, like my say, you know, my my you know, private community for people who want to master the art of email marketing. Okay, So you see what I did there? I picked something completely random like a chair and tried to turn it into a pitch for McMaster's, which is my private community. Okay, Now, that's a very quick random example, but this is what you need to do with your emails. This is what allows me to always have something to say because I can pick anything. And have something to say about it, and find a way to link it to email marketing. In an interview, a recent interview with Michael Silk on uh, how he writes emails for an eight-figure company, he uh, he talks about going to the weird news section of a newspaper. Every newspaper has one of these, and you just pick a random news story, write it in the email. It's gonna be weird, like uh, you know, the goat that was arrested for armed robbery. That's one of his emails that he sent out, and then find a way to link it into your product. And when you get good at this, once you develop it, it does take practice. You will learn actually how to do this in Mcmasters with stories that sell. That's a product that you know one of the training programs in there that teaches you how to tell stories that do this. But anyway, once Once you get good at this, you can convert any idea into a pitch for your product. And this is what really allows you to have, well, to never run out of something to say. Okay. That's what you say in your emails. That's it for now. Let's get into this interview with James Kemp. It's John McIntyre here, the autoresponder guy. I'm here with James Camp. James is a uh, subscriber on the McMethod uh, daily email list, and he, uh, he got in touch with me after I sent out an email saying I was listening, uh, looking for people who send a large volume of emails, and James sends 35 million emails a month, which is over a million a day, so there are some very specific issues that he's going through that uh, people who are sending less emails aren't, and it's, you know, I think some really interesting takeaways that we'll get into in just a minute, so I'll let James explain all of that. James, how are you going today?
0: I'm great. How you doing?
1: Fantastic, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, tell before we get into the specific issues. Tell people a bit about you know what you do, who, you know what you're working on, and uh, why you're sending so many emails.
0: Yeah. So so GrabOne started as, uh, as the as a daily deal site in New Zealand um, about three years ago. So number one daily deal site, you know, off the back of the success of you know big companies like Groupon, GrabOne carved out its own little you know local niche in, in the New Zealand market. So we've we've got about uh, just over a million daily subscribers, and then we send about a million emails a day. So that covers, you know, everything from you know travel and product all the way through to you know local experiences. So, you know, our partners, you know, we've got about fifteen thousand businesses we work for, and we we market anything from you know a pedicure all the way through to a, a cruise in Alaska. So, it's a uh, it's it's a, a business that started as daily deals, but increasingly, you know, we're 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 an e-commerce store for for anything and everything you want to see, eat and do.
1: Okay. Let's talk about that real quick, just email specifically. You said a minute ago before I hit record that email is the engine that drives the whole thing. Can you explain a bit about that?
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're throwing up about 150 offers a day and, you know, the, when, you, when you've built a brand and, and something that's a, as iconic as us in the New Zealand market with, with 80% of the market share, you know, people are waiting up and, and seeing what there is to you know do whether it's a, a restaurant offer or or a beauty offer or, or a holiday you know we're very much connecting connecting people and inspiring them to do something locally so email is is for us you know the quickest way to get that message out there and also the most economic so you know it, it, it's broadly two-thirds of our business sending an email out putting something in front of someone that's relevant, you know, and relevance is uh, you know, what city do I live in and, and what's what's around me and what's local. And it's the and it's the cheapest, fastest and easiest channel to do that.
1: Okay. I think what's interesting here is that like Grab One. you know, we're talking like a massive company at a, at a, at a massive scale here. <laughs> Some people might think that email marketing is for, you know, internet marketers and small time people. But I mean, there's, you know, there's companies like yours. There's, uh, I read recently about a company called Daily Candy and they sold basically a glorified email newsletter for different cities in the States with, you know, deal, you know, thing. I, th- I don't think it was deals. I think it was more like restaurants and cool stuff to check out, fashion, that sort of thing. And that sold for 125 million dollars and it's basically like an email newsletter with you know content rolled into it as well which I just found found, uh, incredible and now I'm just seeing these companies pop up all over the place so I think that's the first very interesting thing and the second is you guys are doing daily email so everyone's a lot of people saying daily was way too aggressive whereas you know you say the complete opposite.
0: Aggressive I mean we make 30 offers in every email we make (laughs) Um, (laughs) so uh, yeah we're we're, if you want to sell something you've got to make an offer don't you right so um, you know we're, we're putting it out there and and, and we're making sure we're sending the right email to the right people. You know, we've got algorithms which say, you know, what's your propensity to buy in certain categories based on behavior that you've exhibited before? And we're, we're also showing people what other people are buying, you know, and introduce, introducing those social proof elements, you know, how many have we sold, uh, what's selling fast in your in, in your city. But, you, you know, email, you, you can't really beat it in terms of getting something in, in front of people. and. Coupons have been around for a long time and I think the daily deals model and, and also e-commerce as a whole met that apex at, at the time and said, okay, coupons work. People like a bit of discount and a deal and value and now we've got a method to, to put it in front of them, you know, frequently and easily and cheaply and they can access it anywhere, especially, you know, with, with mobile and those kind of things accelerating. You can get it anywhere, you can consume it, you can you can purchase it. So right. it's 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 the method.
1: How, I'm curious, how does this compare to social media for a daily deal site like yours?
0: So, in terms of, in terms of revenue, uh, social media is about 1% of what we do, um, <laughs> which is when you're a when you're $100 million plus company, it's a, it's a big number, but um, it's still 1%. <laughs> and that so, email, uh, email you said was 80%? We're about two thirds in, in attribution or direct attribution, so it's 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 how we get out there. It's the engine, you know. If if, if email goes wrong, which it occasionally does when you when you are sending the volume that we are, yeah, you know, you you really you really notice it.
1: Okay, interesting, interesting. So I, I think that that's a cool thing to bring out. Is a lot of people go on about social media these days, and another one is content marketing. And uh, you know, I think the proof is in the pudding, right here. It's it's email all the way.
0: Yeah, we introduce content into into email when it's appropriate, but you know, nothing can beat making an offer to someone. So if you're sending email, make an offer.
1: Okay. Okay. So let's get into some of the, the I mean, there are going to be some major challenges that, you, you know, that a guy like you's going through compared to say, you know, a guy with a hundred people on his list. So let's talk about some of that stuff. What, what sort of challenges are you facing on a daily basis when you're sending that kind of volume?
0: I think um when you're when you're at big volume and and when you're heading people frequently you know fatigue is a big factor so so for us it's been um giving our people who are consuming our emails um, options about how and when they consume them so you know for example we we give we by default we send people two emails a day based on um based on where they are but you know the minimum that you, that you get when you originally sign up is is two emails a day so that the content is different in both of them but you know about twelve months ago we introduced a, a project to give people an option to receive one email a day and that was that was a logical step to you know churn mitigation you know the last mile is always unsubscribing and that's been really successful in giving a personalized solution to those people to so personalize both them in, in the way they consume it but also in the content of it because it's personalized to the individual which is is an algorithm that we've we've built in house I think one of the also the biggest challenges is when you're sending over a million emails a day is stepping outside the uh, the boundaries of the of the people who control who sees the email so our, our friends at google and our friends at uh, yahoo and etc wh- when you're sending that volume of email if you send more they don't get there because uh, they say well you're already sending a million do you really need to send that m- that many more so you, you you have to operate in a fairly narrow channel of when you're when you're at volume and scale you need to make sure you're sending you, you you're keeping consistent with that I think also in terms of in terms of personalization, that's a, the massive thing. As I mentioned, in terms of you know how many how many people how many emails people are getting every day, but also in terms of the content, you know, the more you can get the user to put their hand up about what kind of content they're going to see, it the more credibility you've got in their inbox. Okay. So I think when you're at scale, when you're looking at such a big number, you know, a million is. You, you forget that there's an individual user on the end so focusing on making sure that the big numbers get there but making their making sure they're relevant to an individual user is a constant challenge because even if you if you segment them down into groups you know your top 10 percent of purchases are still uh, are still a big group so you've you got to keep focusing on that individual
1: right 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 okay that's i think that's really cool that relevance you know at any level you know relevance when you're small when you're big that seems to be the biggest thing so what you're trying to do is just work out rather than doing it manually which is what someone in a smaller situation might do you have to create these algorithms Algorithms. It's like, kind of like Google's algorithm Yeah, It figures out what to send to who.
0: Yeah, and for a small business, you know, they create the relevancy because they know that they have a better relationship with the audience. They, they can afford to build a closer bond with those people because there's a smaller number of them. For us, that job's done by, you know, maths. Um, but for a small business, I think it's, you know, it's it's a classic know your audience and know, know you're sending to and, and respond to their to their wants and the way that they want to be communicated via email.
1: Right, right, right. Okay, okay. So, and then you're sending two emails a day. That doesn't, you find that that works for most people?
0: Yeah, definitely. If you, you know, it's the context of how people people receive things nowadays. Um, you know, for us, we've created a habit of people sending it for people checking an email between, you know, 6.30 and, and 8 o'clock in the morning on the commute. You know, increasing those people are checking it via, via a mobile phone. Okay, and then you know, potentially following up with with some of that content to reinforce you know the ver- the things you really want them to see, but also you know varying some other content within the second email around that kind of late morning period when they're you know starting to think about lunchtime or they're starting to wind down and they've got a bit more personal time at work. You know, we're very cyclical, so our Monday to Friday is the is the beast that you know feeds us you know when people are at work and commuting and they've got access to to these devices and they they want to switch off from whatever they're doing when they're in the when they're in the office th- those mobile devices that made it made it easier for people to check these kind of things so you know making sure that messaging is consistent between the two daily emails and and getting them back to the site where you know that purchasing is spiking around, you know, early morning, and then you get you see another spike around lunchtime, and then increasingly in the evening with mobile and tablet devices. A lot of people are sitting in front of the TV and having a bit of a browse or rechecking the email they saw earlier in the morning, and and flicking between the content of the two, and and then purchasing, you know, between kind of six thirty and eight thirty p.m. So if you're in an e-commerce business, you got to you know try and think about that immediate conversion off those devices and and when are they likely to be looking at it and on what device right and and when are they going to have the time to make that purchasing decision and who's involved in it you know higher value stuff tends to sell in the evenings okay. with the, the more impulse stuff you know tend tending to sell quickly in the mornings because it's a it's a snap decision which is easier to make on a mobile or a tablet or or a desktop
1: right 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 but if you're buying that holiday to bali or something you're gonna have to think about it at least for a day yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> you know what us blokes
0: are like, we're not the only decision maker as well in the house, so you, got okay. to, you usually got to ask for permission, don't you? <laughs>
1: Absolutely. <laughs> so one thing I found interesting there is you timing emails based on when you think people are going to be checking them, which, you know, they're on the train to work there. I mean, if you knew when everyone was uh, on the toilet, which unfortunately that's probably a random, you know, during the day, but that would be another great time, I imagine
0: yeah i i haven't gone that much in depth into our you know purchasing behavior but um you know we've, we've found some really interesting stuff so you know adult products funnily enough have a higher open rate on uh, on mobile and uh, ah. it's pretty obvious why you know you want a bit of privacy yeah yeah so you you've got to think about what your product type and and what are the what is the likely behavior you're going you're gonna to initiate with people and when and where and how are they going to access it so if your product types something a bit sensitive then you know mobile is probably going to be it but if it's something you know such as a holiday or a high value transaction you know what other decision makers are involved in that and and what information do you need to get that conversion down down the funnel you know what what information do you need in your email and what information do you need on your site to sell something
1: okay now i want to step back to deliverability for a second what like when you're at that level, deliverability is a huge issue of whether you can get that email into the inbox. What are some of the, uh, I suppose, what are some of the most surprising things you've learned about how to get good deliverability?
0: Pay someone to do it. So, you know, we spend a lot of money on email when the ROI we get it on it is about, you know, 78 times what we spend on it. When when you're at volume, you're walking the tightrope of subject lines, you know, make sure you're not, you're not including stuff that, that might get you on a blacklist or spammed both from an algorithm point of view and and from the email providers such as pharmacy or or some of the drug products and things like that. Make sure that you're, make sure that you're probably changing it up as well. So consistency in terms of the time um, and the messaging and the branding, you know, John, you you tag your emails with, with who they're from at the beginning in little brackets and and that creates that, that recognition that it's from a trusted source. But, um, you know after a while fatigue may set in you know you change up your subject lines you, you can put icons in them you can put little things in there that, that make sure that people are opening them and not necessarily spamming them because if people start to spam your email you may think it's getting there but it, it, it may not be so make sure you're consistent but you're, you're changing it up to keep keep the audience interested
1: Okay. So some of the tech stuff, because I've had, I, I said to you earlier that someone had asked me about SPF records and all the tech stuff, which I have no idea about, but there's a lot of tech stuff that goes into when you send an email, such as, I think it's like in the headers, the IP address, the SPF stuff. You're saying instead of worrying about all that stuff, just pay someone, whether it's you know half a million dollars or a million dollars a year, like whatever it, you have to pay, pay them. Pay them to do it. And then you can just yeah. focus on doing the, the simple stuff.
0: Yeah. I, th- I think that applies at any level. I think um, you, you focus on, on your audience and the message you want to serve them, and, and you make sh- you get other people to make sure it gets there. You know, okay. email is a channel, Facebook's a channel. We pay Facebook to make sure people see our messages, um, but we focus on the message, and, and, and to us, email is no different. You, you you focus on the message and the audience, and, and make sure and make sure someone else gets it there.
1: Okay, okay. So a lot of our, I've, I've, the interesting thing about deliverability, I found, is that mostly it just amounts to sending sending stuff that people actually want to read like there's all these other hacks and you know you can pay the pay these companies and and use these little things putting you know icons in the subject line but at the end of the day you have to be sending stuff that people want to read or you know your deliverability is just going to go down
0: yeah and it's all about engagement you know open rate and 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 things like that are are really vanity metrics you can can pat yourself on the back about a, a high open rate but if if no one clicked on the contents of it then all you had was a clever subject line and 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 you hit someone at the right time, so you, you gotta you gotta measure the right stuff, but it's all about the user and or the customer or the prospect and and how they want to interact with it you know mm-hmm. you know we've done we've done stuff on the fly as well, you know think about the context of of what people are consuming your product and you know it was it was raining in auckland which it which it often does one day, and we've got the ability to pull together a page that says "I'll load a product from the site that you know pertains to that it's a rainy day, you know your raincoats and your umbrellas umbrellas and things like that. And then you, we, we sent them an email saying, you know, it's raining outside because it was. And, you know, you, your open rates are high and subsequently your engagement is high because you've sent a relevant email in the context of, of what's happening right outside the window. Right. So you, you're making that little, little bit of extra effort to connect with those people based on the context of what they are. You know, not, not everyone's got the ability to do that. But if you, if you know their location of, of where users are and, you know, you, you maybe know something's happening. You know, in the, in the general area, or there's a major event around it. Mm-hmm. You, you know, use it. You, you're giving people context for for what they're doing, and they're more likely to to open your email than the other ten that are sitting in their inbox at the same time.
1: Right. That are, and you know, the rest of them, they're not as no. relevant as saying it's raining right now. It's.
0: A- you're reading their mind, are not you? How does he know that? I know it's raining.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, you, you you. It's just that other layer that that other people don't have that you can add on to the context, and and you're you're going to be the one who who cuts through the inbox.
1: Right. Right. Okay, and what about what about mobile, you know, email design? Are you are you sending? I mean, and then related to this is all HTML versus text email. What are you finding? Because you'd have the data to back this up. What, what's working for you in terms of email design, email template design, and then also when you send emails to mobile phones?
0: Yeah, so so mobile is very much be careful what you change if you if you're already sending something, um, but also focus on the on the imagery with, with mobile. You know, uh, for for our site, the mobile traffic on the site, you know, mobile users on, on average visit twice as many pages. As, as desktop users, you know, hypothesis or anecdotally say, you know, well, the scroll is a factor, and it's a lot easier to click and browse with your thumb. But with with mobile email, the visuals on a small screen size are far more important. And if if you're not sending responsive emails or or things that people can consume easily on, you know, the the 50 plus devices that are probably you know most commonly used in your marketplace hmm. then then you're doing you're doing a user a disservice. the the other thing that we've found is while you know in, in a lot of developed markets um, android and 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 iphone are, are very similar in terms of the number of devices out there uh, iOS is and and apple is where, where a lot of people are purchasing so, if you really have to focus on one thing, all our evidence says that across a few different verticals and businesses, you know, focus on the Apple user because they're the ones who are going to pay the bills.
1: <laughs> That's probably a good assumption.
0: <laughs> well, if you, you know, you spend a thousand bucks on a phone, then <laughs> you've got something, don't
1: you? Right, right, right. And if you go and get the cheap Android phone, well, you know, you're probably not yeah. going to spend yeah. much money on stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, and Apple also gives you a pretty consistent, you know, platform whereas android when you start to develop for it or or if you're trying to trying to be cute and and focus on certain devices it's, it's still pretty fragmented so if you if you have to focus on one thing with mobile make sure it's responsive and and make sure the apple users well looked after
1: okay another thing too which is probably worth pointing out is congruence from kind of the start to the end of the of the process so when they yeah. you know, from the subject line whatever it says it has to relate to the content of the email and whatever the content of the email says has to relate to the content of the page that you you know you link them to some emails i've seen sites do this they write all about something very specific in the email and then they link you to the home page and leave you to figure out where the hell to go to, to find whatever they were talking about in the email by that point you just close the tab and you're off
0: yeah definitely i think we're pretty lucky on e-commerce sites.